All right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast coming to you Thursday evening. We're going to be talking about Sydney racing and also the Stradbroke Handicap Day up at Eagle Farm. It was a cracking day out there last week. We had a nice win for one of the followers from us, um, Prince of Boom, Lucky Ash. He's got a share in that and that's now cracked over the $1 million prize money mark. So he is absolutely laughing, and I think he's looking at buying more shares in some more horses at the moment he was sending me. So that was a really nice win with Timmy Clark aboard down in Sydney. Karen McAvoy rode half the card. Good to see him back, riding plenty of winners. Um, if you want to follow bets and stuff, jump in Facebook. We can just approve you. Uh, look, we, we talk a lot more in autumn and spring on there, but we're putting up bets and stuff on Saturdays and midweek sometimes as well. Uh, but joining me, Tom and Kohide. Kohide's been up most weekends up in Eagle Farm and Doombin and stuff. He'll be there again this week. But, uh, Coey, what was it like up there last week, man? It was good to see Prince of Boom get another W. It was a good day again. Um, group one racing continues. The fat card, Prince of Boom was huge. It's a shame that, I mean, I can understand why he's not going to the Stratty this weekend, uh, but would have been exciting. It yeah, would have been another little draw, would have been another draw card if he were to be in it. But, yeah, I totally understand from the connections and Heathcote saying he's more of a 1,200-metre horse. And obviously, as he gets older, they might try and stretch him out further. But to this date, I spoke to Ash on track after the race, towards the end of the day anyway. And he said, yeah, we're definitely going towards the 1,200 on uh, TR a day. Yeah, and second that group just made more sense to them. Yeah, group three or group two, I can't remember. But yeah, like, I mean, I think that t- six furlongs is ideal. At this stage, at it, during this prep, hopefully salutes again. And I mean, like you said, what, over one million in earnings. I mean, that's pretty solid, isn't it? Yeah, he's done very well. So I think he told me that he's going to the Healy or something like that. It's like a Group Three race or something as well. Um, looking at a nine invincible cold as well. Half his luck. But uh, Tommy, how did you go, mate? Any wins on the weekend? Right, uh, yeah, mate. Red card was just a lot. True. Great yeah, you declared red card, day. didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, no, that was um, just perfect. So yeah, it's how you wanted to see it win. And um, nice to end the day with a winner. Nothing worse than back in the winner of the first and then just going downhill from there. I was sort of teetering about even and then um, red red card really finished the day strong for us. So that was great to see. It was a good story in the Oaks as well. Um, funny that they gave uh, the winner an extra day um for the vets to look at, and Fireburn was scratched uh, on the Thursday, but that's racing, and he's actually owned by a vet as well, so that's probably why they <laughs> he knows yep. n- knows how the horse operates, and can probably tell the um, tell the vets and stewards what they're actually looking at with him with her. What do we um? Do you see the little chat about um? Singo and Singo with his Hawaii 5-0 running in the Stratty this weekend. He's probably looking at shouting the bar again, only if Jerry Harvey pays half. Look, they're both billionaires. They can handle it. But we'll get to the Stratty. But either of you like Hawaii 5-0? Some people don't like it at all. I don't think it's got an all right chance. Definitely a chance. 49.5 kilos. And I think it is probably the X factor you're looking for in a Stratty. Yeah. Well, you tell me. You like it? Yeah, yeah. I've been on it for the last few starts. Um, I'm... Yeah, I really like it. Uh, there might be. I'm, I'm hearing that the um, Eagle Farm police are going to be on hand because I don't think they're actually legally allowed to shout a bar of that. Uh, are you serious? Size. I think I think the fun police might stop them, but um, where there's a will, there's a way. And I know Cal would be lining up for a free beer if it's uh, available. Yeah, yep. I'll be I'll be on the comms and I'll be running out the truck. So. Yeah. And Singo, yeah, Singo made a good point as well. Like, if if he wins and he wins a Stradbroke and he's a Colt, um, that adds what 20, 20 to forty million potential at stud. So, um, yeah, that's good. It's a big win. So, um, yeah, I've heard Jerry's getting a private jet up, and it's yeah, it's going to be a great event up uh, in Queensland to see if the um, youngster can get across the line. Well, if you see that and Hawaii Five O wins, and uh, Koha will probably be at that bar pretty quick. So if Sky Racing goes to black for some reason, that's your reason. <laughs> that's your reason he is getting a cold one. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to go through look Randwick. It doesn't get really tickle us too much, but we're going to give Randwick a little go, and then we're going to give um, Eagle Farm a crack too. So um, I've probably looked a bit more at Eagle Farm, which is surprising, but. 
We'll get rid of news. That's our news. We'll get into some races and try and find some W's. Uh, Ramwick. We're going to kick off Robrick Lodge, which is uh, very close to Tommy. Um, Osmosis goes around as a pretty short favourite. Two dollars fifteen. It did open three seventy. Um, look, there's about ten cents in deductions there, but so it's still a pretty good go. Royal Tributes there for the Waterhouse Stable. Pretty much what it opened. Fleetwood going around. Hellfire Express. We got double figures. The others. Uh, Tom, you said just before we started that it's probably the best race at Randwick. Yeah, big time. Not just because of the Robert Lodge factor either. Um, I think Osmosis, we all saw what it did on de- debut with, um, and its trials before as well. Like, there's something about this horse, and it wasn't really tested at all and just put um, put in a bed. I don't think McDonald even touched it. So I think there's plenty to this horse, and it's the right favourite. I mean, it has come in a bit, but I think that's due to Zuccaret, uh scratching and going to Brisbane. The other one is Royal Tribute. Two great trials from... Um, the gay and Adrian trained horse and gay's called it one of her top two year olds as well. And she's been having a pretty good season this um, year with two year olds. So nothing to, to uh, nothing to be sneezed at there. La Bocchetta as well. A couple of wins and sovereign fun. Um, uh, speaking of Ray Thomas through the week, uh, the China horse club have said it's one of their best and they've had 11, 11 different city winners, um, for two-year-olds, and I think they've got three good chances in the JJ. Um, they had five in the slipper, and they've been top two in basically all of the group ones, um, uh, the two-year-olds this year. So, And if the St. Sorrow front is one of their best, and I know Peter and Paul have a big rap on it as well, I think $15 for your multiples as well, that's massive. But uh, in saying that, osmosis could just be the real deal and brain them. I think Osmosis um, has got Bjorn a bit happy too. He seems pretty stoked with the horse. Coey, anything there? Dollar sixty last start. Open three seventy this start. Bookie's absolutely fucked up. <laughs> now two fifteen. Uh, I think rightful favourite, like Tommy said. Royal Tribute also interesting commodity. I just don't know. Like the two trials, it's tried against some handy types, but it's a first starter. So I'm happy to just. Let that one go. I'd rather be on the winning form, which is osmosis, if I were to pick the two. And, yeah, my roughie of the race was going to be sovereign fun with three kilos off the back with Amy McLucas. The Back to the 1100 is kind of where I like it. I mean, it won the Magic Millions two-year-old classic at Wyong over the trip. And I just think that, I don't know, it's got a little bit of filling out to do. I'd love to see this horse come back as a three-year-old. Um, still got the cult factor, a little bit of, you know, I think as soon as it gets sent to the paddock, it might do a, I don't know, a, it might not be seen in the spring. I reckon it might be a summer horse going into the Queensland Carnival again. Uh, that's kind of how I say it. Go hit the uh, guineas or something like that. But the roughie of the race, definitely sovereign fun. But I think the favourite's got to be real hard to beat. Yeah, okay. Osmosis is pretty short there. Uh, Midway, not sure if you guys overly care about it, but... So am I's favourite. Nosy Parker, I think that horse is the one that's won a bunch in a row or something. I think, it, yeah, it's won Newcastle, Newcastle, Newcastle. Yeah, so coming off a bunch of wins there. Blake Spriggs is even coming up for the ride. Um, any of you care about the midway? Want to chime in? I think so am I wins. Yeah, five bucks then. Yeah. Five bucks is good, good yeah. price. For me. It's a classic classic midway. Five bucks the field, but I think it's warranted. Tom, any? Yeah, pretty open. Your typical midway, I uh, I'd say between you, Diamond Diesel and uh, Nosy Parker as well with that winning form. Uh, what about a highway? Uh, I won't overly go into market there, but Tommy, you like anything in the highway? Cliff's House trialed really well. Tim Donnelly uh, has um, this one coming up. He's going to one later as well. I think it's interesting to see um, it come up, but that Zoatica as well, uh, decent, decent horse too, so... Look, you can make a case for a few here. It's a it's a good open, um, good open highway. But I'll go with the Cliffs House. Tell you what, Coe, one horse I've been bloody following and backing each start is Boot Scooter, and it's doing nothing for me. Do you like anything? Uh, I don't mind following the consistent form, which is Chase My Crown, ten bucks. I think that's a great quote. Sung Blues also been an honest type, so real consistent in the same grade. Tommy's already touched on Zoatica and uh, Cliff's house. I'd probably be looking out for more value here. This is right, like really wide open. Quite a few horses have come out of that highway over the last kind of month or so. So 
I think that form is the form I would be following, opposed to, you know, Yazoo Atticus and Cliff House. But Tim Donnelly and Paul and Jones, they're, they're no slouches. They know what they're doing. So probably rightfully favourite in my eyes, but I still need to watch a bunch of replays for the highway. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, race four, Kibu is a pretty short favourite. One thing, I don't know why, but Iona Merck, I thought it was a really good win last start. Um, it's drifted 280 out to 360. Um, I think I, O Tycoon had a few people... Um, wanting to see it go around this week, might need to run. But why is Iona Merck on the drift, Tommy? Anything? Yeah, another open race. I think that's probably um, the reason. A bit of bit of money for Kabo does well first up. Um, there's Bjorn's actually got a really good card. I know we spoke mm. earlier, but and we'll go through a few others. But I think he's got a really good card on the day. And what I'm interested in is I'm lethal. I know it's first up form's no good, but Watch the trial was huge and um, haven't seen him um, much this year. I am lethal, but on his day, I think he can do, uh, go really well. And if the trial's anything to go by, I think I'm lethal could be in for a big prep. I'm lethal had a trial with Af Cabin. That was the trial I think you're talking on. So, um, Coey, anything in this race? I'm happy to follow the two favourites in. Kabo. Uh, has obviously had a decent go at it, I'm assuming. Open 280, now 240. It comes out of that, uh, it, I think it did a tendon or it had a leg issue uh, end of the spring last year or start of the spring last year because it was meant to go to some great, great spring races, I'm sure of it. And in its most recent start, it came uh, one beating Golden Mile in the up-and-coming stakes. And I think that form is fantastic on paper. It's just a matter of how it's returned. All reports are it has returned well with the two trial wins, two pretty smart wins should I say, as well. So I think the the early money is correct. It wouldn't surprise me if the bookies were happy to lay it because it's returning from a, a long-sustained injury. And Iona Merck, I mean, that win was pretty pretty handy and gets a one-and-a-half claim off the back with Gibbons on, who's absolutely airborne. 360 is very respectable. I, I think you could probably hedge your bets here and back Iona Merck now and maybe hope for a bit of a drift on Kaboo on race day and just, yeah, chip up. Back them both. Uh, Lekvate is going around as favourite in race five over the mile. Uh, it's had about, I reckon, probably four or five starts. Yep, it's had four. Um, look, hasn't been overly impressive, but it's going around as favourite here and it's come in a bit. 6.50 into 4.60. Uh, we've got the likes of anything else being backed in. Uh, Kukulara, that's come in a touch for Joe Pride. Um, Ida is up and down in the prices. Hieronymus is there. Good to see. Um, Miss Einstein, look, it's a tough one, but does Lekvate deserve favouritism here, Thomas? Yeah, it's one of Joe's better runners of the day. Um, I got to speak to Joe at the races yesterday, and he not, not think about it. <laughs> yeah, oh, I asked him about think about it, and I, I, he said he he wanted to be in Sydney because he's got all these great um, chances in Sydney. But of course, he'll be in Brisbane for think about it. Um, and I think this is this is what he means because I think it um, sets up pretty well here. A um, couple of disappointing runs, but uh, definitely a winnable race. Pin me up, been disappointing as well. Uh, look to turn here, scratch from another race as well. Um, and then there's Ida and Miss Einstein. I, I find this a really tricky race. I, I think I'm going to be with Lefade. I dead set reckon this is as tricky as the highway. Um, 460 the field and the roughest odd being $16. I think everyone's got a chance essentially in this. Um, it it really maps to be a winter field. <laughs> I, I can't really word it any better. It's just a lot of luckless runners trying to get a win on the board. I mean, I know I get Kuklara's won a cup. Uh, sorry, not Kuklara. Centerstone's won a couple for Waller, but that's at Ipswich in a maiden and a class one at Doombit or something like that. So... Now stepping into a 78, that's going to be a real measuring stick for it. I think it, I, I just don't know how to measure this up. But a couple of interesting runners. Peshmerger is interesting. Um, once again, Dylan's on board. Robert Quinn trains. It's last start. It came seventh, but it kind of it was flat from about the four to the two. And then the two to the, the finish, it actually picked up off its... It picked up again. Uh, stepping over another 100 metres. It could be beneficial. I'm just not sure. Ex-European, comes out of listed form. I don't know if it needs further. I think it ran over 18 and 2,000 metres in France and the like. So I will be keeping a close eye on the market and the yard for it. But 
yeah, no real definitive chance for me here. I don't think you can explain it any better. It's a very winter field. Um, I think that's a cracker. All right, race six. It's a thousand meter dash, and we got the short favourite for Bjorn here. Another good one for him. It's into a dollar sixty now. Very short passageetta. Uh, Dylan as well claiming one and a half. You got Penthouse there, and then with double figures with Mamaragan, Misty, all those ones as well. But is this um, you know, this win, Tom? Look, um, Bray has come out. Bray. Swalski, who owns the horse and says Pashagita is um, the fastest horse he's owned. And considering he had what, yes, 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 um, and he has Cool and Gadda, Snapdown. Very elegant. He's got his. <laughs> um, that's as big as rapper as you're going to get. A dollar sixty. Look, if if it is the quickest horse he's got and it runs uh, to that, then there's no hope in beating it. And look, I, I definitely think it's a quick horse, and it's likely to win here. I, I want closer to a dollar eighty because I want to make a bit of a push for Penthouse. I actually thought Penthouse was um, really good and in scone behind Red Car, really stepping up there and coming forth, and uh, drops back in grade. And that form's been frank too. So I think Maddie Dale's doing the right thing with Penthouse, and it won on um, one first stop at Hawkesbury as well. So. A bit of a fan of Penthouse, but um, yeah, Pachigita is the real deal. So look, it's it's going to be a tough job. Carl, you've been a Penthouse fan since your teenage years. Oh, big time, centerfold all day. <laughs> um, Penthouse, yeah, I I like the horse as well. I'm a big fan of it. I've been following it for a long time. Pasagiata, I mean, first up, it, I can't believe Dylan Gibbons can drop down to fifty one and a half kilos to start mm. with. Um, it's going to have no back on its weight. It's ugh, it just maps perfectly. I mean, not maps perfectly in the sense of the draw. If it was drawn inside, I think it's close to an M word. It's, there is a little bit of speed underneath it of the likes of Penthouse and Lady Brook, I think. But in terms of class, I think Pasagiata, $1.60. I'm happy to take on the price with Penthouse, but I think class might be just... Too good, you know. I think this yes bloodstock horse seems the real deal. Could be something that the connections just run maybe once, maybe twice, and then tips out for a, a huge spring. So definitely keeping an eye on the market, but the favourite looks strong. Well, the favourite is a dollar sixty, and Penthouse is a dollar sixty to place. So would you? I assume you both would rather just take Penthouse to place if you're taking the same price. I think so. Yeah, I don't mind that. Makes sense. Um, first leg of the quality democracy manifest going around. Um, Brett Preble is aboard. Probably a bit disappointing last start. I think it went around as a $4 favourite or so, and likewise the start before. Super Strikes there at five fifty. come in a couple of bucks. Uh, Steely, old mate Steely, so friend of the show, Gab's horse. It absolutely ran enormous um, in its last race again, where Cisco Bay won. Uh, that was a really big win. I think it was paying a fair crack for a place as well. Um, Acquitted's there at Sevens, Brutality, Nifla, Bazooka, Lord Ardmore. This is actually a pretty good race. Very hard to find. Uh, I will not be having Democracy Manifest on top, but... What do you like, Tommy? Matt, I actually like Steely. I, I thought you were right about that. Um, last run was really good, and I think he... I think we were spoken to Gab before, and he even improves uh, going into the third up as well, and that's where we really see he do his best work. Andrew Rackin sticks again. So, look, I, I want to be with Steely. Um, just keep improving the horse... Um, improve. Uh, Brutality was a lot better. I backed it last start for a third and if there is a bit of a pace up front, which um, a couple of them can set, then look at Brutality and Democracy Manifest to be really running on. Uh, Lord Ardmore goes okay at Rose Hill too, but I like Steely. Alright, well I've just messaged Gab as well, so if he gets back to me while we're recording, I'll give you info. Um, Coey, who do you like? I think the drift on Democracy Manifest is a good one. I think I think that's the right call. I think the bookies might have just misread that as well. Uh, Super Strike was enormous last start, stepping over the mile. Pretty much came from last in the 1,400-meter race and still got a place, and that was enormous. So I see it improving second up. Uh, market support suggests so as well. Steely, with a lot to like about, yeah, third up this, uh, this prep. That second was huge. I think it... It has drawn a little bit wide, but if it can kind of sit, it will go forward, I'm assuming, from that draw. So it, if it settles 
one out one back, one out two back. I think I think that'd be ideal. I think it will find a nice posse. I don't think there's too many go forward types in this sixteen hundred. I mean, there is a couple in like my sugar and you know the and the likes, but I think it might be you know breakneck speed up front. So I, it'll either settle really prominent, probably outside the leader, or get a little bit of cover. And I, I like that six bucks definitely can entertain and. A little bit of a rogue one, but I don't mind backing Wild Planet at $21. It's a drift, um, which I don't like to see, but I think it will settle kind of midfield, probably five pairs back or something, and it comes out of proper stakes, grade form, and a lot of people forget about that. I think it's won a group two in its lifetime. It, I could be wrong, but it's definitely won something at stakes grade. It won a group three. Loves, there you go, won a group three. I think the... The form suggests to me that it will probably improve off those two last starts. It was ninth last start, but forget. Put a pen through it. Third up, rock hard fit on a dry surface. Yeah, I think uh, I'm just a little specking on that $5 place, I think. But I think for me, I'll be looking at Super Strike at the moment. Okay, Super Strike. Uh, race eight is, um, it was a tough one. This is the AO Stakes up, Bob Charlie. Um, we will rock. It's come in quite a lot. It's six bucks in the 390. Jay Ford's aboard for John O'Shea. It's coming off that second at Rose Hill, previously a New Zealand runner. Uh, but Spacewalk is there. That's always been one of mine. Jin Van Overmere is riding. It's drawn wide. It's 440 into four bucks. Conscript is there. Obviously, Zethus as well. Another good often runner. It's 11s into eights. We've got Dragonstone, Surreal Step, Tycoonus, Never Talk, Forzanini. Would love that to win. But, uh, Tommy, anything for that one? Um, look, the one I think I want to be with is Conscript. Um Great run first up and ranked it uh, by braining them second up as well and just the horse on the improve. And it's Rose Hill forms even better than its Randwick form. So I really like Conscript here. Um, Dragonstones won this race last year. We will rock, obviously, now with O'Shea's. Um, the money's come for it and we've seen what it's done so far uh, being here. Um, look, yeah. Uh, they're going to go pretty quick, but I really think Conscript can um, lead this field and, yeah, do pretty well here. I mean, 1,100 is is really tough, but if you can if you can just settle, probably maybe just behind We Will Rock and um, not overdo it too much. I, I really like Conscript. I think, I think it's a horse on the up and um, just really building into this campaign really well, and I think it's the horse to follow. All right, Conscript. Also, Coe, I just had a quick look. Uh, Wild Planet did win a Route 2. It was the Theo Marks, but that was about three years ago. But um, Right. What else do you like here, mate? Uh, Tommy's made a great case for Conscript. I think that winning form is good. A lot of the horses come out of that same race as well in open open class. So lots of like, 56 kilos, five bucks, money's come for it. I would probably make it a battle of two. Conscript v... Uh, Spacewalk. Spacewalk was huge last start as well, I thought. Comes out of the Derby McCarthy, 11th. I kind of missed the hop a little bit, uh, but it came second behind a really smart type in Golden Boom where he closed off late. Lots of like there. Real queries about this We Will Rock. I think the biggest... Oh, it's coming out of benchmark 78 grade to compete in a listed grade. Essentially an open class grade, so... How that figures, despite the seven seven and a half kilo weight drop, which is the advantage it will get, I just don't know. So I'm happy to slightly pot the favourite as we speak and back the two below it. So Spacewalk and Conscript. Okay. We go to race nine. Pizarro is going around as favourite. It's on a little bit of a drift, and it came second to Conscript last start. Um, Manhood is there, pretty much bang what it opened. We got Healing Oasis, Lady of Luxury, um, Andrew Adkins for the Bjorn Stable, Titanium Power. We got double figures. The rest looking at there's a couple of bucks or some ones. Super Pursuit is there. That's a horse that actually had a good win. I remember backing it. it was, well, maybe it ran in place. Um, no jock there, but that's been halved. It's quoted into thirteen dollars. And likewise with Space Boy or Kathy. Ohara and the Portelli stable, uh, but not much happening at the top of the market though. Tommy, what do you like? Real interesting race, B map wise, and then you got Space Boy drawn to the face and Manhood really push it up, and Titanium Power only knows one way as well. So if all of those horses run, I think we we might even overdo it a bit. I mean, you got Healing Oasis as well 
um, is likely going to be sitting right behind them. But I think you could set up for something. And I think something, um, I think Danny Beasley on Handle the Truth could really be the beneficial here if he can find a CD. He got the best out of it in Wagga as well, um, running behind Manith. And another one, I, I still think the old boy's got a bit about him. So I might back Handle the Truth and Super Pursuit, some of these back markers uh, behind these big, big strong um, pace setters. But if one or two of them do come out, if if Titanium Power or Space Boy or one of them can dictate, I think they can really um, uh, dictate the race, then I think I'd be backing them. But there's just way too much pace for me at the moment. Well, you, Kai, give Handle the Truth any love? I mean, I, I personally think his time's kind of passed. I know he's... He's been a great little country horse and he's done great things for a lot of the punters going through Kosciuszko's and the likes, but uh, I won't be tipping him here personally. But to- one thing I will say is that Tommy makes a great case with the speed and that's why I think Pizarro is a special. I know it's just drifting, but I think just that last start was really strong. It's returned in excellent order. 440 right now. I suspect there's going to be a firm. I'll be taking that and snapping it right up. And then the one other horse I can make a case for at a little bit more of a price is Lady with Luxury. 50, 52 kilos on his back. Bjorn Baker, Andrew Adkins. Second up should improve. It will be towards the back of the field as well. It should settle off speed. And then hopefully they just don't get caught behind tiring horses and launch late. So I can see the 950 is probably the right, like right price point to back. Okay. Uh, last of the day is a 1,400-metre benchmark, 78. You've got Crafty Eagle in the inside draw. It's been well-backed. It's 460 into 330. Checking deductions, none. Uh, yeah, so good money for that. That's got Keegan Latham aboard. You've got Gundy Bridge where Hieronymus is aboard. It's all on barrier two. Uh, 360 pretty much there. Fearson, this is Dylan Gibbons. He's on it again. Uh, really good win last start. Uh, won by a fair bit too. I think it was like three lengths and paying pretty well. It was well found. Yoshino had a good win the other week. Obviously, Zach Lloyd uh, suspended again, sunning his ass. I looked at his Instagram. I think he's in somewhere in the some amazing country. I don't know. Um, Greek, Greece or something. It's $8. Battleton is there. Vienna Princess. And we're our big, fig, big, big figures for the rest of them. But Crafty Eagle, well supported in the first, Tom. Looking to go back-to-back wins. Yeah, drawn really well. I think scratch out of a couple of races. And he's picked this race pretty well. I don't think he'll lead. I think uh, there could be a bit of a fight with Fearson and Gunny Breach up front. And he might sit uh, behind those two leaders and really set it up for him. And if it's not him, it's Yoshino. So I, I really like um, both of them. I thought Yoshino was great. But um, just edging towards Crafty Eagle um, in front of Yoshino at the moment. Kelly? Uh, I think the favourites are rightful favourites. I think they're both in form. Outside of that, I kind of, just a small specking, I wouldn't mind entertaining Vienna Princess. Huge second in the first up run. Uh, at the moment, it's drifting $19 now. But, uh, it does come out of a benchmark 78 with the girls, this time around in an open benchmark 78. So, it could I'll wait and see, but I think the 56.5 kilos with a senior rider like Preble looks to map well, probably towards the tail whilst there's a little bit of speed up front. Um, I can see it being a bit of a smoky, so I wouldn't mind a little each way on Vienna Princess, but I think the market guide's pretty spot on here with Crafty Eagle and Gundy Bridge. All right, Crafty Eagle, well supported to take out the last. That was Ramwick. We're going to have a little crack at Eagle Farm as well. All right, Eagle Farm, we're going to go through the cards. We're going to have a crack. Um, the boys have had a little little look. I've had a look at the main races towards the end. But first race, 1,300 metre, uh, we've got a bounding going around. Jay Collett, I like it when we all our Sydney jocks are up there. Uh, drawn 10, Queen of Dragons is there. Ryan Maloney for $5. Isthmus is there at sixes. Mickey D, Infancy, Willow's aboard. Uh, that's had a couple of bucks for it. Certainly can. This is a bloody tough race, actually. Namesake, uh, Coey, why don't you start? You're the man up in Queensland this week. Um, what do you like? J-Mac? I love seeing J-Mac on a double-figure horse as well, on He-Man. I think I might go with Pug, to be absolutely honest. Um, Pug uh, riding Queen of Dragons. I know he hasn't won a race start. There's a lot of, you know... Just missed a place last of, start. 
a lot of murmurs um, that first up behind militarized with who's gone on to win two group ones this and the other last started over 1200 meters zia did him when this girl flew from the back i think it was last or near last anyway and then just launched like it was still a bit of a margin between but i think i do think that this filly will appreciate going to eagle farm that long rangey straight at eagle farm i think five bucks is a great price would spec and then the other one that i could definitely like there's plenty you can make a case for here um but the other one that i don't mind and i've been following for a while is chris lee's bang bangetta bangetta 12 bucks at the moment it hasn't done really anything wrong it came behind miracle of love last start by a third of a length who's going to be running in the jj atkins later in the card we'll see this race will probably be a measuring stick, uh, whether it's competitive in this grade for the you know the upcoming season and so forth. But it seems a talented type, and you know Chrissy Lee's doesn't send too many horses up there. We saw Amakura salute in the Oaks last week, and he knows how to place these horses really well. So Bangetta to finally get its win uh, at an each way quote is probably another play to be doing uh, in the opening card. It's had a couple of bucks for it as well. It's 17s into 12s. Malion aboard. Tommy, like anything? Yeah, I think He-Man. Uh, I really liked its first up. Uh, it's only run at Kembla. I thought it was actually pretty tough. Um, I think that the race um, will be a bit similar to here um, at Kembla, just that uh, big bounding finish with McDonald on um, He-Man might be the one. But if... Um, if led uh, and can dictate itself, Zuccaret might be able to just get away with it and just keep going. I thought its win was really strong beating uh, Tuta La Vida last prep. It had sort of been building to that, and um, you never know. It, it could do the exact same in this race. So uh, each way plays to Heyman and Zuccaret. Okay. We go to the Gunsind, which is 1,600 metres, and Yellow Brick is the favourite. It is about a fifth. Emergency or whatever the strategy bit will be running here. It's a dollar sixty. Very short. Uh, was how far did it lose last start? Not even a length. But Hawaii Five O was second to that. Um, had a tough run to be honest. But uh, that's a dollar sixty. Ben Thompson aboard. J Mac is there. Um, just saw that Abby Corris our broken jaw. That is brutal for New South Wales Blues. In comes Damien Cook. Uh, Redinier Redina Redina. Uh, J-Mac Ward, five bucks. We're end assembly, soothsayer, sandpaper, and others at big odds. But Yellow Brick, does it just run and win, Coey? Last start in uh, the Fred Best where Hawaii 501, it missed the hop and it was a bit slow to begin and had to shuffle back in the field and it got stuck in a spot of bother. I think it should have probably won the Fred Best. I know Hawaii 50 is in now um, for the connections, but... I think Yellow Brick should have won that if it were to jump cleanly, but that's racing. Uh, $1.60 this time over the mile. It just ticks a lot of boxes. Um, it's hard to really go past. I think the world was on Redina last start when money just started absolutely tumbling in for this Walla j combo and did the punters proud in the end. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to go straight to the front like it did last start, but tactically it worked perfectly so i don't see it changing market's probably bang on here i've watched a few replays and end assembly was strong coming third last start as well sandpaper not too bad but probably outclassed in this yeah i, I think the market's spot on but i think the locals will be cheering yellow brick home from a long way and it's a classy type i think it's got so much scope coming into the spring and I, yeah i'm going to be following it here too where are you tommy does it just win yeah, yellow brick for me. Yeah, I'm with you. I think so. Dollar sixty, just take it, add it in. Uh, race three, Antino. Uh, this was a horse that ran. Was it two weeks ago? Um, anyway, it's won a bunch in a row. It was on the drift last start. Uh, Blazer Trail ran really well behind it, but it was on the drift and ran extremely well. James Orman aboard again. He's been on it each time. So this horse is pretty cool. It's $2.90. It's pretty much bang what it opened. We've got Munamek, which was really good as well. That's three fifty. Kerwin's Lane is there, seven fifty. Three of them at seven fifty. Cinewan, Skyman. Um, decent race, but Coey Antino has been bloody impressive these last couple of starts. I mean, it's got a picket fence next to its name. Golan's pretty much out and out, so it is one of his favourite horses in the stable. Missed out for running in a, what was it? It got balloted out of one of the, the big group ones 
early in the um, winter season. Um, but 290, uh, I don't know, like stepping over up into 1,600 metres, last start, it was, I don't know how it worked out for it, but it was drawn the car park and everyone just handed over. They just went, yeah. I think Jimmy was on board at that day as well and they just all let him go from the widest barrier, cross to the lead, sit and sprint. It was just a, if you're on him, I mean, it was the easiest watch going around. I think it's going to have a tougher this start. Better barrier, but the mile I do have queries over. It has one over the mile, but this is this is at stakes grade, so it's going to be tougher. And I, that's why I want to kind of go with Munamek. Short backup, win last week, strong, loves the mile. Second up, I think every, it ticks a lot more boxes than Antino does for me. So I'm happy to probably watch Antino come out a little bit and spec uh, Munamek right now. Tommy, you agree? Yeah, I do actually. Um, yeah, for all those reasons, exactly. And uh, there's something about Munamek. There's uh, been a bit of an opinion on that horse for a bit as well. And I know Antino, um, like a horse, is going to be wanting to win. But um, Munamek also was going for that Stradbroke to try and get in, but just missed out. So uh, I think it's one to watch. And the other one that um, returned to a bit of form uh, last start against Surf Dance was Dragon Leap. Uh, a bit of a price guess. Michael D aboard here as well. And don't, wouldn't be a shock if it um, returns to the winner's stall on Saturday as well. All righty. We go to Brisbane Cup, 3,200 metres. This is an interesting race. So Tiafilo Star, uh, runner for the Waterhouse Bot Stable. Timmy Clark aboard. It used to be a hurdle jumper or won a couple of races with that with Campbell Ruilla, Nash's son, aboard. But it had a crack and win last start um, at Flemington. So Linda was aboard, rode really well. Tim rides this time. It steps up a fair bit, but it's going around as a 290 favourite in from four bucks. Kukaracha is there. J-Mac aboard, really good win at Eagle Farm uh, maybe two weeks ago. Alabir, that was good, $5. Selino is there. Nash, um, warning. <laughs> How old is warning now? Six. Gave me one of my all-time collects warning on Everest Day a couple of years ago. True Marvel, 12s, Outlandos, Verve, not Verve. Plenty there. Um, Tommy, Tiafilo Star's been... Oh, sorry, Coey. Tiafilo Star's been really good, hasn't it? Like, impressive after going through hurdles and then going straight back to Flemington and winning. Well, it's, it's so bizarre how it all works out. And like you're saying that, True Marvel ran at Hamilton over the hurdles as well last start. I don't know. I mean, I guess the... You watch UK racing at, you know, middle of the night, they're all going over 3,200 metres. So they're going to have mileage on their legs. And I guess it's been fruitful for the horse and it's got a what, strong three in a row. So it's done all right. And I don't, I genuinely don't know what to do with this race. So let's start with Teofilo Star. Huge win last start. One by six. Beat Hopeful, who's with the Nisham stable, which I do have a little bit of a wrap around. Like, I think it's not a bad horse. Um the trip might have undone it, but still one by six lengths. So strong, carrying 53 kilos, TC. I suspect it leads from barrier one. I think it's just going to get a, a cruisy tempo up front, and it should get all the favours. Kukaracha, strong last start, but 3,200 is a bit of a query. Alibi is a really interesting one because um, – so for the last two runnings of the Brisbane Cup, uh, the winners have been Irish Sequel and Knight's Order. They both won the Winter Cup and then subsequently won the Brisbane Cup. So Alabir, the Winter Cup form is actually a form reference. Who would have thought for this group too? And Waller won it last year with Irish Sequel, so never discount it, but I think it's going to be too tough for it. And the one that I'm really interested in is True Marvel at 12 bucks. Strong win last start over the hurdles, but I think it's genuinely the... The best stayer, the best 3,200, two-miler in the field, and it's 12 bucks. So I'd be specking the each way here with True Marvel. Tommy? Yeah, I can see your points with True Marvel. I mean, it, it almost pulled it off in the Sydney Cup. It came so close, and it, it really was incredible. I mean, uh, Kukaracha and Teofilo Star as well, um, just been running um, – really well and getting wins last starts. And Alibir's win, there's a bit more to miss the eye there as well because Karen McAvoy took off at the 800 as well and it wouldn't have been as so close if um, they weren't going so slow. So 53.5 kilos to Alibir really intrigues me as well. Um, the 3,200 is just a bit of the question. 
um, but the other two, Salino always uh, needs needs a couple of laps just to get going. So I don't think it's going to be far away. But I'm going to tip warning. I thought its run um, was back to its best last start. Jay Collard on um, a bit of speed with a couple of these um, others can lead him in front of it, and he he'll just sit, be sitting behind them and really gave him a shake last start and getting to 3200. I think I think we'll see the old warning back again and finally back to the winner's stall. Um, a few other people, a uh, bit of a wrap for it as well, but I, I don't know last time it had this little weight on his back too. So um, warning the $11, um, yeah, I'll take some of that. All right, warning. Uh, King Kappa going around as favourite in race number five is a 1,200 metres for Tony Golan. Uh, good place last, last start at behind Mashani Sniper, only was third by about half a length. Um, the big goodbye always seems to run really well, ran second last start to Mashani Sniper, so those two come out of the same race. Manhood, obviously dual nommed, that's there at 750 Bacchanalia, J-Mac, $8 uh, drawn inside. Uh, I think it's a bit of a forgive last start, came 16th of 16th. Um, the Inferno, very wide, but it's been backed 13s into 9s with Zara aboard, and Vespertine, quite a few talk about that, I heard the office today. Don't know why, but uh, quite a few people had a bit of a yarn about that. And I also got a couple of words for We Own a Smart One. I actually think Kohai put that to win an iPhone, We Own a Smart One. But, Koei, take it away. Yeah, well, I thought it was a bit of value. In terms of value, I thought it was the one. Uh, it comes out of Group 1 company over the last kind of two seasons. Uh, Barry, uh, I, uh, there's got to be plenty of speed in this. I think if Weona can somehow cross from Barrier 8, I think the 14 bucks is a juicy price. I think even going back to the Archer two starts back, uh, it almost just headed the field and just, yeah, uh, stole it from the field, should I say. Um, look, Looking back at its last start, so I watched the 10,000 quite a few times over. It came... What did it come? I can't even remember what it came, but it came ninth in that day, but it was only by 5.4 in a weight for age, carrying 58 and a half against the likes of Giga Kick. Some of the the real big, you know, top line group one horses. And Weona is definitely not a top line group one in my eyes, but he comes out of, uh, well, she will be going from a group one weight for age, one of the best premier races in Queensland to the Hinkler at, I think, group three or listed level. And it has only penalised half a kilo. So all those things considered, I think 14 bucks was a great price at the time. And that's why I went for the competition. But outside of that, there's a couple of informed horses, which I could definitely make a case for. Inferno could return back to form, but Barry 18 is too, you know, too wide. Back in Nalia does get penalised with a bit of a weight climb from the same race that we own and competed in Rose, at Rose Hill. Can't remember, might have been, it was a group three sprint, whatever it was. Eight bucks, definitely entertainable from Barrier 2 and the James squared combination, McDonald Cummings. And yeah, King Kappa, I just can't catch this horse. So I'm happy to just not even talk about him because I just never win on him. So <laughs> it's just leaving him. <laughs> it's just leaving him and man would go forward, but Barry 16 hurts. So I think that the value play is here. Bacchanale could win at eight bucks or we own her at an each way quote. All right. What about you, Tommy? Yeah, I'm a big Weona fan too, uh, usually, and I think it's always uh, made some really good point, points for it. But um, a horse in a bit of form uh, still is Alpine Edge, and I think after winning two starts ago the, in the um, in that Archer as well, I, I think it maps pretty well here. Kelly mentioned the amount of speed that there is. He can just sit behind there and um, really let him go. And I think... Uh, I think it's got a bit of weight, but um, from that barrier, it won't be a, too much of a drama because of the amount of speed. Um, no, I don't mind Alpine Edge here at all. All right, Alpine Edge, bit of toe. All right, race number six. We go first leg of the quaddy, and it's the Sky Racing Q22. So without a fight, is there Zara aboard? It won last start, and it was drifting too and ran really, really well. So it's 290 in from 320. Huetor, one of mine, uh, obviously won the big race a couple of weeks back. Uh, back mid-May or whatever it was. It's drawn 10, Pug aboard, $5. New Marion is there, coming from the same one. Jewess, $7.50. couple of bucks for Fame. J-Mac, riding on $13. He's riding for Moody. And then we're double figures for a bunch of the others. Serpentine, non-conformist, Luncies, even Lions Raw. Um, 
Coey, without a fight, with that drift last start, was really good. It was huge last start. And I know Nolsey's extremely keen on this yeah, horse. Yeah. Extremely. So and Alex the way it won, it was... Balls deep. Yeah, like balls deep. I just don't know. 290. I mean, Tommy will probably touch on it as well, but it was in a set weights group three, over 1,800. Won really well when the speed was hot up front. Came from, you know, near last and just launched and just claimed the race with ease by the end of it. The support I can warrant, but the other side of the coin is the, I guess, the form race to match it up with is the Doom and Carp, which is Wait for Age Group 1, which Huerta won. Uh, I know that that race was a pretty hot race and great for the connections and the people that followed Huerta. Um, I don't think Huerta is going to win this one, but I want to touch on Numerian, who's probably going to dictate this race from start to uh, start to finish. Um, money's obviously come for it. Both Huerta and Numerian are five bucks a piece, but I, if I were to throw my two cents in, I reckon the Numerian could go back to back in this feature. He won last year. He could easily steal it again. And Deus was great in returning as well. And I could never overshadow her kind of ra- like resume, so to speak. So I'd definitely keep her safe. But I think Numerian's the one that I want to be following. Numerian, very good in that Doom and Cup. But um, like Coey said, Alex, who's joined us a couple of times over the weeks, he is absolutely balls deep on without a fight. But Tommy, where'd you land? Mate, I'm going to go with Deus. I think um, I think Matt Coe makes a bit of a point with speed, but I don't know if uh, Numerian does have the um, the handy draw there to lead, um, and so does Young Wertha. But I don't know if they'll catch Serpentine because I think it'll it'll just um, go straight to the front. But it could create that genuine pace. I mean, you got Lions Raw, Lunsies won't be too far off either. But um, I think Colding's run first, I mean, sorry, Dewis's run first up was uh, enormous after three trials and not seeing him for the autumn uh, after a few setbacks. I thought that was a big run. Uh, traditionally hasn't done well second up, but I, I genuinely think he's a bit further than that, even third, fourth up in um, her career. And her biggest her biggest run was at Eagle Farm where she took out that Oaks as well and this is her first time back there since then, and uh, yeah, really can do it again. JS uh, really sets up well for me, and Ed Cummings um, to get another big race here. All right, Numerian at fives and Dewis at seven fifty. So that's Clipo aboard for Ed Cummings. Race seven is the JJ Adkins. Um, good race, sixteen hundred meters. Azula is favourite. Timmy Clark is aboard. Uh, it's coming off a couple of wins as well. Rachel King right right at last start. Uh, it was only last week, I think. So $5 it is, coming out of barrier 11. Tenhauser is what J-Mac is on. It's on the drift. It was 450 out to 550. It's coming off that Randwick win uh, a little while ago, maybe two two or three weeks ago. Snapback is there. That's had a couple of bucks for it. Mark Zara aboard, barrier 10 for the Snowdens. It's into 750. Make a call even further wide. It's the barrier 13, Clipperton, $8 out to 950. We're double figures for Sofrado. Congregation, which was a good one, and Karen Sticks, Miracle of Love, Chrysor, which was uh, also pretty good. A little bit of a drift, though. Um, this is a tough race. I really liked Azula last start, but not sure if it'll go back-to-back. But, Coey, what do you think? Tricky, tricky, as most of these like, JJs with the two-year-olds are. Um, biggest form reference is usually the BRC size, where quite a few of these runners come out of. And I think it could be a blessing in disguise that make a call has drawn wide. Uh, just check. Oh, it drew wide last up and elected to get a lot of cover and come up the fence. So that was the race for those who remember where Sofrado won, but there was a protest uh, sixth versus first. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Make a call, got shut down by Sofrado, and I, I don't want to say it was going to win because the stewards obviously made the call on it that it wasn't going to win, but it would have been darn close. It should have finished second if not one so stepping over to the mile now i think it's going to be real handy it's going to be i mean this horse has been up for quite some time now i had a little tick over trial in between randwick champagne stakes maybe and then into this group two size second up essentially in queensland i think everything looks to map well sam clipperton on board 
950 out on the drift is a little bit of a query, but in terms of snapback, Safrado, and the and the likes that were in the BRC, that's the horse I want to follow. And I think Azula's just going to be a slightly outclassed coming from listed grade, and I could make a small case on Miracle of Love, but I just don't know how that figures from Wednesday form into this race. So I, I'm happy to go there each way with make a call. Okay. Tommy? I mean, what's wrong with Safrado? Uh, I just – that $11 is um, incredible after seeing its, um, its whole prep, really. If, if it was a train by Chris Waller or if it was in the China Horse Club colours, I, I genuinely think it's favourite. I – Watching its runs again, I think it, I think it's a huge horse and just just keeps um, getting asked to do um, a little better and just does it every time. So I can easily see Safrado winning a big race like this and even eleven dollars or even three cc a place. I don't think he's going to be far away. But he beat Snap Dancer just on his merit last start. I, I I'm a big fan of Safrado. The the one horse on the up is Congression. I, uh, watching that race again, I th- I thought he. He looked to just get the win there, but he wasn't really asked of much until late over that 12.50 trip, and stepping up to the mile doesn't look like a problem at all. Big wraps on this horse from the Waller camp, but also some huge owners as well in those colours. So um, two starts of two wins. It wouldn't shock me if it win, wins as well. So one and five for me uh, each way plays. All right, and then Alex also liked Miracle of Love. Remember, he would send that through as well. We go to the big one. So the Stradbroke Handicap, sponsored by the Star. Um, I've literally, I'm not going to go there. I'm a big Star guy. Um, two, one, of the, one of the great institutions, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, they look after me. Two L's, 80 out to $3, but uh, ignore that. Um, think about it is Barrier 12, Sam Clipperton aboard. I think it's a good thing. Um, Hawaii five O. a lot of punters are going to be hoping this thing wins at $6 in the five fifty. Gay Waterhouse aboard, really good win last start. That's the horse to beat Yellow Brick. Uh, Converge is going around. We all know what Timmy Clark can do out the front. Gay Waterhouse, they look at them, two of the top ones at the top. That's at $9. We got $26 into nine fifty, which is Yellow Brick. Ignore it. It will 99% not run. Uh, Ruthless Dame, I think this is a good chance. Um, I'm all about think about it, but I think this would probably be my second horse. Cardinal Gem there. few yarns about that. I thought Af Cabin was overs. Could be wrong, but it's drawn absolutely wide. But I thought I, thought, I just thought $14 was steep. Opal Ridge, if that gets a run, good start. Villana, J-Mac, $17, 26 bucks. Uh, it opened. You've also got Rothfire at 18s. You've got Chain of Lightning, Royal Merchant, Honestly, this is a crack and raise. Scalopini, I love Scalopini too. Gentleman Roy is going to be putting itself there. That's 50s into 26s. Surf Dancer. Um, Coey, this could take a long time. When Alex spoke to us yesterday, he said he loves the race so much that he could literally tip 12 horses. So where did you land? We, this might take a while. This might take a while, but at the same time, let's start uh, with... I love it that you touched on Ruthless Dame. I think it's winning. I think it was a Sangster or was it the Goodwood? Let me have a quick look. Started May, so I'm guessing mm-hmm. it was the sa- it was the Goodwood. So it its win was huge. It'd be carrying fifty two and a half kilos, which is near rock bottom. Eleven bucks, I could definitely entertain. And if the speed's hot, I can see this this girl just absolutely flying down the outside fence. I think Mickey D is a great booking for it. Cardinal Gem, also a good uh, good horse. Graham Begg's been pretty bullish about this guy and um, finished third behind uh, Surf Dancer in what group three was that? I can't remember, but regardless, it was drawn the car park and it was right out the back and it flew home late. So it'll be rock hard fit going into this race. Now for the favourites. <laughs> Think about it. I mean, you can't really say anything bad about it. Uh, its form has been rock solid. It's going to be 54 kilos, which I think is a one kilo, one and a half kilo penalty after winning the Kingsford Smith is my understanding. So it's still being 54 kilos. That won't be an issue. I think 1,400 suits. There's just ticks everywhere you look. I think barrier 12 won't be an issue. I think it'll just settle worse of midfield and just pounce late. And... Hawaii 5-0, like, I mean, we've already spoken about this Singo-Jerry combination. 49.5 kilos, absolutely rock bottom in the weights. Rachel King to steer. 
Barrier three, five dollars fifty. Gay won this race last year. Tick 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 tick. Yeah, I I, I am in two minds. I think Hawaii five zero is the better price, but I think Think About It is the better horse. And I think in terms of the Ruffy, I want to be on Ruthless Dame and Cardinal Gem. So I'm I'm not completely sold on any horse at the moment, but I'm happy to box them all up for a cheeky little trifecta. All right. What do you like? I'm a big fan of Ruthless Dame. You reckon 11s is good? I reckon it's good. I reckon it's still priced there. I think it's a great price. Yeah. I can see. I, I can see it coming in. Um, barriers shouldn't be an issue. Uh, I mean, I see a lot of upside, especially with the booking of Mickey D coming from Victoria as well. So that, yeah. Once again, I'd love to see Opal Ridge run, but I think yeah. she will be running in the following race. All right. I will come back to all this. I'm going to try and get us to pick a couple in order. Um, Tommy, what do you reckon for the race? Uh, yeah, um, who knows, man? It's man, it's tough. No, I'm I'm a bit of the same um, as Cowie. You look at you look at um, those top couple in Think It Over and Hawaii Five O. I think they've drawn well enough to really be big figures in it. Um, you can't fault Think About It uh, or perhaps it's, um it just keeps getting asked to do more and more and keeps nailing it. So you got to say, think that's going to be close. And Hawaii 5-0, I think drawn three there, can just sit behind some really good speed. I mean, you look at the likes of Surf Dancer, Rothfire, Scalapini. Um, Gentleman Roy. Yeah, Gentleman, Gentleman Roy's Roy going to be up drawn, there, yeah. Yeah, well, he's drawn two. So you think he's really going to just have the box seat and – the others are going to have to come from wide and really just create that speed. It's just going to be um, it's going to be massive. I would love to see Opal Ridge get a run. I think it would have been a good chance. But something like Valana wouldn't shock me either. McDonald on uh, in a big race like this. We know um, he's got that turn of foot that um, can really devastate a field like this. And he wasn't too far off it last year either. So... Milana's probably my bit of a shock. I would have loved Converge uh, to draw on a bit of a better barrier um, to really just sit off the speed and 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 make its move like it did last start because uh, it was it was big. But I just don't know if, where he settles or if he gets trapped from that wide gate. But I'm I'm going to say Hawaii Five O. That low weight, that good gate um, is my main tip. Throw Think It Over in, throw Valana in, and um, probably even throw in something like Rothfire. He was just so honest from a white gate last year as well, and um, he'll keep fighting um, even when all these horses uh, start hitting the line strong. So um, that's probably my first four, but I'm going to say uh, Hawaii 5-0 wins. All right, yeah. So I read that when the draw was getting done, the owners of Rothfire were spewing when they drew 23. So I'm going to have a crack. I'm just going to do four in order. I know I probably will box things and stuff, but I'm going to think about it. Ruthless Dame, Hawaii 5-0, AF Cabin. So now that I've said that, I'm probably going to have to do all forms of exotics there. Um, Koei, do you want to try and do four in order or box four? I'm happy to go Hawaii 5-0 on top. Think about it. Oh, Ruthless Dame. Think about it or Ruthless Dame. <laughs> they stand think, them, stand them think, out for second and third? Man, think about it could be the next big thing. I mean, it could well and truly be in Giga Kick Company without being, like, against each other at this stage. So, oh, it's tough. I think the low weight still has to come into play. I think, yeah, I'm going to go 18, think Hawaii 5-0, think about it second into... Ruthless Dame third into Cardinal Gem four, but you, I reckon you comfortably put. I reckon you could go one two, stand out, and then three and four you throw the kitchen sink at it. I reckon there could be a bunch of mystery bets in there. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree, Tommy. Four in order. Yeah, Hawaii five zero. Think about it. Uh, I'm going to throw uh, Valana and Rothfire in. Oh, Rothfire. Be enormous if we can do that. I hope it does run well. Um, we go to the last. Dane Ripper Stakes, Oprah Ridge. So if it doesn't run there, running here. Uh, $2.40. It's a cracking horse, this one. Uh, obviously had a really good win at Scone. Tyler is aboard for Luke Pepper. She's a belter. Uh, 
pretty pretty sound horse. It's had a bit of a spell, a couple of trials, decent trial actually. I watched that one. Gosford eight dollars, uh, good money. September run Nash uh, twenty three bucks and eight fifty. Tycoon Evie drawing the inside. It's elevens and we're double figures. Revolutionary Miss Comrade Rosa Roots. Uh, Salatine, Mirror View, all them as well. But uh, look, Opal Ridge, if it doesn't run in the previous race, I think it's a pretty good chance here. Do you agree, Coey? Happy to back it. Happy to back it. Um, I think the bet could be just going straight straight up. I don't know if you can multi it. I'm guessing you can multi it. Go Opal Ridge to win this into winning the Tath Tiara double. I think I do feel that if it doesn't get a start in the strategy, which I don't, don't think, it's not looking likely, the it will get a group one this season and the Tattersall's t- uh, Tiara, the last group one of the 22-23 season, looks tipped up for it. Over 1,400 metres at Eagle Farm. I know Ruthless Dame is also going to be probably running in it. I'm not sure if that might be too long of a preparation. They're both six bucks favourites and I think six bucks right now for Opal Ridge is juicy. So I'd be snapping both those prices up. I mean, there's a couple of good horses in between in on Saturday's race, uh, but I think she's just the one on the improve. She just keeps getting better and better, much like think about it. Um, I'm sure there could be some Everest offers if she happens to brain them on Saturday or even in a fortnight's time in the tiara. So look out world, I'd say, and I'm happy to go with Luke Pepper's star. Well, you, Tommy, I'm sure you're the same. Uh, yeah, I am, but you will cop it a bit of a deduction there, obviously, yeah, back the same horse into the same horse. But um, I do agree with Kelly that if it does win, it's going to come in massively. Uh, for the Tats Tiara as well, uh, yeah, I just think generally good horse. The the, the one um, fronts me a little bit is Electric Girl at $18. I think she leads easily here and could dictate and, and get away with a bit up front. She's a belt, um, uh, the only probably threat to that um, speed, but we don't see the normal jock. Uh, we see a new jock in Josh Parr. I think it's Opal Ridge's race. Okay, Opal Ridge. All right, uh, I don't know if you've got any other bets around the country. I'm having one in Melbourne. He's our Bonneval. Uh, it's in race eight. I think it's $3.50. Uh, in from four bucks. I think it's a good thing. Tommy, any Gilgandra mail? I don't. Kelly, anything around the grounds? Um, I don't mind following this highway patrol wherever it goes. So it's nominated in Dubbo tomorrow and it's nominated at Hawkesbury, but Hawkesbury, it's drawn the car park. So my guess is it's going to go to Dubbo. I don't know if many people catch on with the podcast tonight. Yep. But they're on early. Yeah, um, yeah, I've heard pretty big raps around this horse, so I wouldn't mind following it. All right, and we look like Appy Corusau has just absolutely butchered his jaw. Uh, we are all proud New South Welshmen. Luckily, we didn't get Alex on the podcast, to be honest, tonight. Uh, what are we doing with our halves? I have very fallen into the Adam Reynolds, Cody Walker halves. I know that would completely swap it, but um, what do you reckon, Tommy? What are you doing with our halves? Oh, yeah, well, Cody might be a bit injured as well from a couple of reports, but... I, I like sticking with the same team, just uh, they'll all be hurting from after game one. So Chuck Nico in at seven. If Appy's no good, Cook, maybe even Cook off the bench and bring in a Blake Braley who can just tackle everything that moves. Um, but, yeah, Nico for me. Coey? Happy to agree there. I think if there were to be a cost, I know we were – out off the podcast, we're saying, oh, what do we do with Luai, this and the other? But now that Cleary's out, you almost, you look around and you don't want to swap the entire half pairing, I don't think. Um, Do we want like a really good kicker? Like, you know, Nathan Cleary can't go as we have Adam Reynolds. I don't want Mitch Moses, but I just want a really good kicker. The problem is that there'll be too many sevens in the six role, right? So naturally, Hines, I think, is the perfect, you know, fit for the seven role uh he's been playing it all year yeah him at 14 was an issue last game as we saw he got kind of in a hospital ball to come on for tommy so him to start at the natural position would be great and then outside of that i yeah i think Luai is the likely selection but i mean stranger things have happened under kind of freddie's watch so watch this space i'd say 
Okay. Fingers crossed. Head up to Suncorp. It's going to be tough, but we really need a decider down in Sydney. But, boys, uh, enjoy. It's Coey up in Queensland again. You're doing a lot of travelling, but like we said, jump into him, shout him a meat pie, pack of smokes, whatever you want to do. If he puts some tips up and gets you some winners. Uh, enjoy Stradbroke Day, mate. Tommy, are you in the office? You got the day off? Yeah, mate. I'll be um, I'll be working, but still, um, hopefully, getting a few winners. If you're in North Sydney, you may see me up and down going to North Sydney Tab. If you want to pop in there, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm well versed in that. In that, oh yeah, um, I went to the Rag and Famish for the week. Actually, uh, yeah, not a bad feed and have a bit of a bet there. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. But now that I'm on like first name basis and he's asking how the family is at North Sydney, it's never a good sign inside that tab. Um, enjoy, boys. It's half time in the footy. We'll let you get back to it, Coe, and go enjoy some beers. Um, we'll get this potty cut up and done. Enjoy. Sweet. Cheers, boys. Thanks, boys. Go the Dolphins. Ooh.